guys, my name is Arlen Kafarov and welcome back to the Arlen Kafarov podcast. All across the globe, college students have different forms of cultures and forms of entertainment. In the United States of America particularly lies one of the largest groups of entertainment among college students in the West. And this is partying. This form of entertainment has been huge over many universities all across the country and has spanned through various student types and uh, ethnicities as well. Despite the immensely large number of people trying to partake in the culture, I'd say there still lies no concrete guide on how to navigate this world. With statistics showing large data of bad cases of partying among college students every year in America, it's time more people know how to party well and safely. Now, if you ask me, it's time I shed some light on my own experiences with partying in order to help guide people who are new to the world and want to have some fun with friends in school without putting anyone in danger especially themselves. Some of the main dangers I see with partying are centered around the overuse of alcohol by students, and that's pretty obvious, I'd say. I think most people know that, too. Alcohol usage by students is a double-edged sword. Although it can lend them to have a good time with friends at parties, it can also lead to various negatives occurring to the students. Overuse of alcohol can lead to alcohol poisoning, which occurs as a result of slight or severe kidney failure and stomach problems due to overdrinking within a short period of time, as specified by Tim Newman in What to Know About Alcohol Poisoning, is pu- which was published by Medical News Today. Uh, additionally, overdrinking by students can lead to even more sinister repercussions. Uh, many aggressive actions could take place, such as fighting, rape, and of course, drinking and driving. All the things I have mentioned above, unfortunately, have possible fatal implications, and no college student or relative should have to go through anything of that nature. (laughs) Additionally, much of the safety of students going partying stems from actions taken before they even go to the party. I believe that one thing college students should keep in mind in order to be safe at college parties is to make sure that they have a plan of action at the party before going and make sure any drinking occurs, or before any drinking occurs, I should say. Now, if you drink while you plan for your night, your judgment could be clouded by the alcohol's effect. Going to a party without a plan of action for the entire night could lead to various problems. Your plan for transportation to and from the party could be uncertain, as well as a plan for you, uh, for you who you're going with to the party, as well as when you decide to go to the party. Make sure to only begin drinking after a plan has been fully conceived by you. Much like the last point, Any plans for the night should always be conceived both before drinking starts and before you head to the party. In a similar vein, another thing that college students should keep in mind for the next time they go out to a party is to have a designated driver. Although it is a similar point as the last, I believe with the sheer number of people involved in car accidents due to drinking and driving, it deserves its own argument. To put that that into perspective, roughly 28% of traffic-related fatal accidents that occurred in 2016 were due to drinking and driving, as mentioned by the CDC, uh, also known as the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. That means that over an entire quarter of all of the year, all of the year's accidents were related to driving while under intoxication. There are also many explanations for why people get behind the wheel and drive in these situations. Judgment is severely clouded and the person's mind doesn't function properly, so making valid choices through will and might alone won't help with keeping yourself safe throughout the night. For that reason, having a designated driver in all cases is one of the most important aspects to keep in mind. 
Finally, there remains another form of possible danger that might come your way during a long night of drinking. I am, of course, referring to pos the possibility of sexual harassment and rape. As mentioned many times before, and as many college students know, intoxicated individuals often become aggressive and belligerent in behavior. St studies also show a staggering amount of cases that occur under this pretense. As mentioned on alcohol.org, at least 50% of stu student sexual assaults involve alcohol. Additionally, they stated, approximately 90% of rapes perpetrated by an acquaintance of the victim involve alcohol. Now, taking these two facts into consideration, we start to see exactly why sexual harassment is, no doubt, linked to alcohol consumption and why you should do what's necessary to protect yourself from that. The best method of keeping yourself safe in this situation is to keep many friends around you in your immediate vicinity who you trust with your life. It, it would be preferable if they were also unintoxicated as it would make things only easier. To whoever is out, to whoever is out there listening, Please take the time to implement these strategies for yourself or anyone else, anyone else you know. Spread the, word, spread the word around campus and soon we will all be safer. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. See you next week.